Hello, listeners. This is Freelance Friday with Vay Casey, a podcast all about freelancing through the opinions and experience of current full-time freelancers. And today on the show, I've got John Knopfsinger, a friend of mine, freelancer, and uh, agency member personnel. I don't know, I don't, I don't know how, yeah, how you would describe that, exactly. what, what title you would give yourself on that, but <laughs> you want to introduce yourself, kind of talk about what you do a little bit? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my name's John. Uh, I uh, work for an agency here in Dallas, and I also do freelance on the side. So tell me a little bit about, let's talk about, uh, I guess, because I know, I know I know this already, so you freelanced before working for an agency for a while. Um can you talk to me a little bit about your, like, how you got into freelancing and, yeah. and were able to, like, get work doing that? Yeah, totally. Um, well, it's kind of weird. Like, I kind of, like, fell into it. So I was, like, uh, went to the Art Institute in Tampa. I'm from Tampa. Lived there for, like, 13 years. And I was always getting, like, people saying, oh, man, can you do this graphic for me? Can you do a logo for me? And I was, like, I should probably start getting paid for this because I was doing it just for, like, free and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of, like started doing it kind of full-time and just kind of happenstance, really. So. so did you ever, like in that process, did you ever come a point whenever it kind of, it like did, did all your work come from inbound stuff, like people were reaching out to you, or were you like going and getting jobs and, and seeking out clients? Yeah, yeah. To, well, totally at first it was like a lot of people just kind of reaching out to me, and, um, and then I started using like some of those sites where um, you can, you can be a freelancer and I, I, I can't remember the names of them, but uh, I signed up for those and got some jobs and it kind of, those kind of opened doors to like other people and I guess word of mouth and that kind of started the snowball kind of thing. Do you like, how many, I mean, like, did you do a lot of stuff on there? Cause I know there's a, there's a few websites like that. Uh, like a, there's a couple that come to mind, 99 designs, mm. Fiverr, uh, Elance, is a few, is, is like a, a couple of them off the top of my head. I know yeah. what was, I mean, I, is it something you would recommend doing? Was, uh, I think it can be cool, yeah, especially like when you're first starting out uh, and you need some work. Um, you know, when you first start out, you're kind of like taking anything you can get. Uh, I don't really do that now, but <laughs> uh, we actually turn down jobs now. But um, no, yeah, I think it's good, uh, especially uh, if you're new to freelancing and you can just kind of learn. I think it's important to learn clients like different types of clients and like who you enjoy working with and those kind of personalities and that, and that was a way for me to learn like different personality types what what did you find most helpful or what were some of those helpful things you found as far as knowing whether a client was there a potential client was someone that you wanted to work with or didn't want to yeah uh i think when they were super concerned about the money about the cost up front uh it's kind of a red flag. And also, um, when they send me a whole bunch of, st sometimes this is good, sometimes it's bad. When they send me a whole bunch of stuff that somebody else had done and they kind of like rip them apart. Well, this is what some, so-and-so did for me and uh, I don't really care for him. And I'm just like, oh man, am I going to be another, uh, victim on the list? <laughs> so <laughs> I guess those are red flags for me. So then, uh, I mean, how long did you do the freelance thing like full time for? Oh man. I think I was doing it for three years. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And then from there, you so then I guess can you like walk me through going from that into now working with an agency, 
and and like how did that what did that look like and what what ultimately chose you to, to or drove you to chose that path yeah so like doing the freelance thing uh i started working for a a mega church in tampa uh worked there for maybe six years and um I don't know if you know anything about working at megachurches, but you work a lot. Yeah, I know. I know a bit about that. <laughs> it was it was intense. It's, it's a lot of work and not as much play usually. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And like, I mean, I was working something like twelve hour days, and um, I remember you know just getting really burned out. But I met this kid who was in high school at the time, and he was kind of like volunteering there, and he was like, "Oh, I like graphic design websites and stuff," and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And so he kind of became my volunteer. You know, I was like, "Right, I have a volunteer." It's weird, but uh, so he helped me out in the printing. Everything was printed in house. Uh, it was like a full studio there, which was pretty awesome. Uh, but this guy, this kid, uh, his name's Tyler. Uh, actually, we stayed in touch, and uh, a couple years ago, he called me and said you know, you were instrumental in my life and all this stuff. And he's like, I want to start a freelance business. And uh, I was like, oh, I kind of used to have one. And so we kind of combined forces. And so our freelance business today is kind of both of our things combined. So it's kind of crazy. What uh, What are you guys doing? Like what kind of work are you uh, we do, providing? Um, yeah, like graphic design, web design, and then like video and okay. photography. Okay. So. so a little bit across the board. Yeah. So do, do you like – what of that do you handle and what does he handle? I usually do uh, most of like the logo, graphic design, and web design. And then he's a really great videographer and he does all the video and photography, but he also helps with uh, websites and stuff too. So. Okay. Have you found, uh, what's, I mean, as far as, because I feel like you're a little bit more spread out as far as having a multiple service offering versus the like being focused in and having like a, like a one, like I do, like for me, like I do video production. Right. And that's the thing that I like brand myself as doing in that vein. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's like more beneficial to spread out more or to like focus in on something? Uh, I I definitely think it's good to focus in on something. I think the only reason, I mean, ours is kind of that way because it's two of us. So I'm really focused on my thing and he's focused on his thing. So it's kind of cool when you have a partner because you can kind of broaden that way, but you're still just focusing on your individual things that you like to do. Right. So it's kind of cool. And, you know, we help each other out. It's like, you know, help me with this. And we work out the, you know, the monies between each other. So <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's always going to be, uh, yeah. I feel like a little bit of a challenging area sometimes when it comes to money, especially because some of this stuff for as far as freelance work, I feel like it's hard to figure out how to price it a lot of times. Like I've been doing oh, it full time yeah. for like four years, five years now. And, I mean, it's still something that I, while I have a much better grasp on how to price things, it's still really hard yeah. at some extent to go like, is this the right, right. number? Is yeah. this a, is this a good amount? Oh, no, no, it's definitely, it. I mean, we, we get a lot of websites and uh, they're like, oh, we'll ballpark this for us. And we're like, well, we, we need to know what content is going to go in this website because <laughs> it could have, you know, three pages, 18 pages, like, so... Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely hard. Now, did you like? You, it's interesting you talk about that. There's like there's a lot of things, and I that brings up an interesting point. That's something I kind of wanted to talk about is like those kind of requests where people hit you up and they're like, "Hey, so what would it cost to do like this thing? Like, what would it cost to do a 30 second commercial? Or like, I want to do this video." And there's just so many variables involved that oh, you man. need to know, and you need to know like 
what questions to ask to be able to get answers Absolutely. for those things in order to figure out like what it's going to cost. Yeah. Um, how did you learn what questions to ask or like, I mean, yeah. have you always just like thought about that stuff or what's, <laughs> you no, know, you know, it's weird. Well, yes. And though, like, I think for us, um, it was just blatant, transparent honesty. And we were like, okay, you want a website? Well, this is what, hosting is going to cost we did we don't charge anything for that like we give them the, the straight up what we use DreamHost. okay here's what DreamHost is going to cost just pass you. through yeah yeah similar that's it. how i do like gear yeah. rentals exactly yeah and so i just show them like the cost of this is what it would take to run a website you know and uh so we usually start like that and then then we start getting feedback oh okay well then we don't want this we want this and it kind of opens them up more and i think they really appreciate that that we're like showing them hey we're bringing the veil up and showing you. <laughs> so I don't know. Like it's not some like hidden thing like you're trying to just yeah charge kind of whatever you want, but there's right. actually like a reason behind yeah, exactly. behind that stuff. Do you, uh, whenever you price and stuff, how do you find yourself with that like leaning more on the side of like pricing on like, like a time basis or is it like a project base or like value base or what do you base like a pricing structure off of? Yeah, I think ours is definitely on um, product and also, uh, you know, timing that we're making sure that we're not killing ourselves and not, you know, getting compensated for it. Uh, you know, we've all, we always kind of go above and beyond. It's just kind of our style. And sometimes we, you know, make sure we have it polished, even though we're not billing for it. That's just kind of us. I mean, we're, we're so hardcore. Uh, we kind of do that. But um, and I can kind of do that because I don't it's not my full time gig right uh, so you a lot a of times yeah tyler will be like hey man uh i got this huge project blah blah blah. can you you know help me polish it and i'll just be like all right dude i'll, I'll help you polish it so <laughs> it's 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 kind of cool so if i'm a freelancer just starting out and i come to you and say john i have this project and i don't know how to price it out mm. i've never i've never been asked to give a quote on a project before what do you tell me how do you how do you help guide me through that process? Oh man, uh, there's not a wrong answer here, right. right or wrong. And this is like this is your opinions, yeah, based on your experience. So kind of like what you think. Gotcha. What you oh, would do? Man. I guess it depends on the project, but like I'd say for an example, like a logo design, I tend to say um, I either do like a flat rate or I'll do a hourly. But I kind of depend that on the client. So if the client's coming to me and I kind of get this, you, you kind of have to fill them out and you think, I think that they're, they don't really know what they want. And it's kind of like, I know it when I see it. So I can kind of say they're going to want a lot of revisions. And so usually if it's that case, uh, an hourly would be better, more beneficial to you. Because if you do the flat rate, you're going to be stuck with doing unlimited revisions unless you upfront set those boundaries and say, well, here's your flat rate and you get this many revisions. So I think your pricing has to be beneficial to your health and, and, you know, and, and your state of mind. And, uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately you have to support yourself and especially if you're a full-time freelancer, I mean, that's your livelihood. And, and Tyler is, he's full-time freelancer. So I, uh, I understand the, the, the struggle is real. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it can be very challenging. That's for sure. Uh, so then like going from, so, so you said you freelance for three years mm -hmm. and then you started working at the agency. Did you go straight free from freelancing into the agency? Yeah. Well, no, I was, or uh, were you at the church between the two? I was in the church between the two. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. I was still doing the freelancing on the side and then I was working full time at the church. Uh, 
my wife actually got a job here in Dallas. Uh, she's a flight attendant. So we moved here, and I was working remotely, uh, still working for the church, and started getting crazy cabin fever. Uh, I I remember when it hit me when I realized I needed to get out of the house is when I was at like Whole Foods and I was just like talking to the cashier and I was like oh my god oh my god and my wife was just staring at them and she's like you need to get a job <laughs> you need to get out of the house so I was like okay yeah you're right so you get to a point where you just like I just need to talk I got to be around somebody I, do, I just yeah. it isn't and it, I I feel like I couldn't afford a co-working space yeah I mean it's yeah, it's and it's worth it sometimes. I think oh, yeah. if you're at the right spot and know how to take advantage of it, but For sure. that's a whole beast in itself sometimes with that oh, yeah. with that stuff. Um, let's see, what else should we talk about here? What's I mean, now that you've worked working at the agency, you're still doing freelance stuff. Yeah, um, Tyler does most of it. I usually just help out every now and then with some. So then, I guess stuff. now working at the agency, I didn't know this until we talked yesterday when I was texting you that I'm the only freelancer that you ever worked with since you've been at the agency. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of, kind of, it's kind of put the damper on some of the questions I wanted to ask right? because <laughs> you're not going to have experience on that stuff. But yeah. I guess, like, from your experience, mm. if you were vetting new freelancers to work with. Or, or um, seeking out freelancers to work on projects. What are some of your, what are some of the things that you look for, and how do you determine whether somebody may or may not be a good fit to work with your agent, the agency you're with, and or y'all's clients? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, that is a tough one. Uh, usually, you want a really good personal relationship with somebody. Um, I know that uh, portfolio. I mean, that matters, uh, but sometimes portfolios can be faked. I mean, I hate to say that, but <laughs> I've it's seen true. it. I've seen it too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think uh, ultimately uh, somebody that has a drive and like has a passion, and you can kind of feel that out, especially when you talk to them on the phone. Uh, I like talking to people on the phone. Uh, I don't have any social media. Uh, I, I'm i like a guy that says, I mean, I'll talk to you face-to-face, call me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just kind of fill them out and talk to people. Uh, me and Tyler have actually brought in people to help us, and uh, it's the same way with that. Okay. So, yeah. With those people that y'all that you've brought in on your projects, um, are those freelancers people that you have sought out to bring in, hmm. or did they approach you first? Like how how are those relationships formed? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, it was for it was a content writer, and uh, I man, it's crazy just how things just kind of happen. Uh, my, he just hit me up one day. This guy I hadn't talked to in years. I used to be in a band with him back in the day, and he was like, oh, man, I wrote a script, and we're making a pilot and all this stuff. And I was like, I need a content writer for this website. (laughs) It's just kind of, I was like, would would you be interested in any of that? Because I read a script, and it was, like, really, really good. So, yeah, it's crazy. I I think when you know, you when you see something that's quality, you're like, man, and you just want to, like, work with people like this. Pretty crazy. I mean, like, man, I saw your photos, and I was like, yeah, this guy. Same. (laughs) And it's been fun. It's been fun working together, right? And I feel like part of the – I really believe part of the reason that we've had a successful relationship or I've had a successful relationship with the the agency you're with so far has been because of the relationship because I can – I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I can come and hang out with you guys, and like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we did, you yeah. and I, yeah, <laughs> you and I, and Stephen, one of the other guys that works there, went and grabbed lunch one day, and, um, I mean, honestly, part of the reason I did that was to try to like further that relationship, yeah, but 
I mean, like that's the way things work. Like it's fun to do business and work with people that you have good relationships with. And so like if you find those people and you just continue to develop those relationships. That's true. Tends to work out. Doors open. Doors tend tend to open. You get to have fun working with people (laughs) and it's like wins all the way around. That's great. I think what helped us uh, is that Tyler was living in Nashville at the time. Uh, He was a drummer for uh, a Christian rapper. And uh, I, I think they're on tour right now with the Newsboys, actually, right now. He, he was like, texted me the other day. We were working on a website. He's like, oh, I have my laptop on stage right now. I have to go. And I was like, okay, <laughs> do your thing. Shout out to the 90s. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and, you know, and he being there with, like, the music industry and stuff, there's a lot of guys. Like, we get some musicians that need album covers. We just did one for an artist. And so it's, it's, that's pretty cool. And so, yeah, I hear that can be a, a good industry or a good... Yeah, I have a, cool. another friend of mine up, up in Nashville that does that and says that that's like something that's in like good designers for bands and musicians is something that's like always. Yeah, and it's fun because you get to, you know, you get some pretty good freedom with album covers. I would imagine so, especially because I feel like the people that would come to you, like they're musicians and they're good at that stuff. <laughs> they're not necessarily good or might not know anything about the design stuff. Yeah. And so it's just like, here, you go do your thing. <laughs> right. Help me. <laughs> make it make it look cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. What, uh, I don't know, man, what else you want to talk about freelancing-wise? What do you think people should learn? What do you, oh, what man. kind of experience and opinions do you have that you can help share with I think new freelancers? self-discipline, man, was my, I mean, I guess I've always been like a disciplined person. Uh, but it wasn't until I started running and I became a runner that I kind of gained that physical discipline and it kind of gave me like mental discipline as well. And I like, it helped me to be more on task, uh, just awake. Cause I mean, sometimes you're like, especially when you're working from home, like it's hard to be disciplined. Like you just want to do all these, you're, all these distractions and love PlayStation, this, you know, gotta clean the dishes, gotta clean the, the dog. Dishes. Yeah. I gotta do Chores. laundry. Yeah, man. What was that noise? <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> uh, did somebody knock on the door? I didn't. No, it's true. All these things, all the time. So, yeah, <laughs> self-discipline, is it was huge. Um, yeah, I, you know, find uh, find people that um, maybe they're not freelancers, but have just kind of like, you know, older people that can be like mentors with you. I know for me, like for financially, uh, like, you know, doing taxes and stuff like that, that was another big thing. Uh, just finding people that have been there, done that kind of thing and kind of walk you through it. Uh, my cousin uh, started his own business, uh, several businesses and so you kind of like walk me through some do's and don'ts and all that good stuff it's so helpful to have oh yeah uh i was about to ask you something in my mind <laughs> just like it's gone it oh, just man. left my head it's monday it is monday um freelance friday on a monday everybody oh yeah what a secrets <laughs> what oh i don't know what it was okay so now if you now working at the agency if if like or so either with, is it okay to say the name of the agency you're at? Yeah, you can. Jackson Spalding. Okay. Yeah. So with Jackson Spalding or um, with your, I guess, I mean, basically you and Tyler are basically like a small, like a boutique agency. Yeah. So what, uh, if, if, if I'm a new freelancer, I'm wanting to like develop relationships and, and work with agencies, uh, what do you, in your opinion, your experience, what's the best way to start trying to develop those relationships and kind of get a foot in the door with those places? Man, uh, I think I think one good thing is to like go to like design conferences. Uh, I know they just had one, I think it was Circles or something. It was in, yep. yeah, you know, 
places like that, man, can be a really good place. And I mean, networking, man, it really just comes down to like meeting people, talking to people. You could go to like dribble meetups, which are pretty cool. Um, and you can meet a bunch of designers and a lot of freelancers actually, uh, on dribble. Uh, I've actually got a lot of work on dribble, which is kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. How, uh, how so? Like, how does that stuff come through for you? Uh, so, um, the, the way Dribbble's set up is that people can contact you. Like, it, there's a little button that says "Hire Me," and so they can click on it and send you a message and say, "Hey, we're working on this. Are you interested? We saw your portfolio." And sometimes it's great, sometimes it's bad. I actually found out about Jackson Spalding through Dribble. Really? Yeah, I was I was like following one of the artists uh, on Dribble, and uh, his designs are really sick. And uh, I saw he was a part of this group, and it was like JS Creative, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And I clicked on it, and it went to the um, to their website, and I was like. Hmm. And so I just clicked on it and it said, uh, graphic designer hiring in Dallas. And I was like, what? I was like, man, I, I could work with this guy. <laughs> and like, so like, yeah, I like applied. And now you're doing it. How long have you been with Jackson Spalding for? Oh man, a year. And enjoying it. I'm, I'm taking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. Best did, place I've ever worked. I, uh, I guess what our first project we did together was, was it, has it been a year? Yeah, man. It's yeah. been close, if not. Yeah, definitely. We did the uh, the photo shoot. Yeah, we did some photos of they they wanted some photos for their website. Yeah, they have an office in Atlanta, an office in Dallas, and yeah, there's a third office, right? In Athens. Athens, yeah. that's right. And uh, interesting how the whole thing came about for me. I uh, my friend Rob Howe, who was on an episode several weeks back um, with Recreation Dallas, the interview with Recreation Dallas. Uh, He's been a friend of mine for 20 years, 20 plus years, and worked at uh, Splash Media in Addison. Crazy. And one of his managing partners, Sterling, knows one of the guys. I forget who it is. Was it Mason? Uh, is there Brian? There is a Brian. There's, I think there's a few Mason, Brian's. I think there's a couple of people that Sterling knows at Jackson Spaulding in Atlanta and I uh, guess they needed cool. somebody in Dallas and reached out to Sterling, and Sterling knew me because I had done some work with Splash through knowing Rob. And then it's like the referred me on. Kevin now, Bacon. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah, and so, like, it's, I mean, it's cool. And so now I've gotten to work with Recreation Dallas, that agency. I've gotten to do some work with you guys, That's Jackson great. Spaulding. And, I mean, I've started to meet some other people through that stuff. I imagine it's just, like, those relationships kind of keep budding and, oh, and yeah. like it's interesting how it works out, man, but it's all, 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 all been through relationships and communication. And, um, I mean, it makes me think of, uh, the importance of relationships, even like not burning bridges. Oh, like yeah. there's been some several times where I've had jobs come through with people that I really just wanted to tell the fuck off because they pissed me off about right. something. And I was just like, I bit my tongue and it's right. just like, this is not, I, maybe I'm right, but, there's a saying my dad used to always say was sometimes it's better to do the right thing than to be right. And there's sometimes in these situations where it's like, okay, the best thing, the right thing to do is to just like walk away and not say anything, yeah, man. leave That's the bridge true. intact. Maybe just like, don't go across that bridge anymore. Right. <laughs> there's trolls under that. Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then like six months later, yeah. it kind of passes and something comes up and, and like a job comes out of it. And I'm yeah. like, man, I'm really glad I didn't burn that bridge <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's true. Yeah. Well, um, and I think we've got some good stuff. Is there anything else that, any like takeaways in the last like 20 or 30 seconds? Anything else that you haven't talked about you think people should know? Oh, man. In the God. freelance world. In the freelance world, do what you love. 
I mean, man, if you just do what you love, man, you're gonna you're gonna keep doing it, and you're gonna keep getting work. And I think uh, don't get discouraged. Um, I used to look at this quote all the time when I was doing freelance. I mean, I still look at it. Um, Comparison is the thief of joy. And, uh, you know, you can get on Dribble, Behance, and all these places. You can see a bunch of stuff, and you can start going, oh, my God, this stuff's so much better or something. But, I mean, you just can't compare yourself, man. You got to you gotta do what you do, and you are you. So they got to stay true to who they are. And I know I try to. It's it's tough. but <laughs> Yeah, but it's working out for you. Yeah. 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 So. Well, uh, where can people find you and your work and all this stuff online? Uh, let's see. I don't have any social media, so... So no social media, guys. There will be no social media links on this week's show notes for John. Uh, you can look, uh, Tyler and I's thing is bravefoxes.com. And you do have an Instagram for that, right? I think, yeah, I think all those are, he set those up. But he does like all that stuff. Brave Foxes, okay. so, yep. Well, uh, I'll get all that stuff for you and uh, have them in the show notes at vacacy.com slash freelance Friday. And, uh... I'll put my dribble on there. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get links to his dribble and any 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 other places. John's got some really cool illustrations and designs. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, some very inspirational work there. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. Really appreciate it. it means a lot to me. Um, for all you listeners out there, thanks so much for listening in. If you, um, if you found this show, this episode, or any of them helpful or beneficial to you, if you would help me and help the other people in the world that need to hear this stuff, find it by leaving just a simple and honest rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you found this podcast. Um, also, feel free to share the links online if you would and follow on social media, all those things. Thanks so much. See you next week. Freelance Friday is a Vacacy production. Vacacy is a full-service video production company based in Dallas, Texas. Vacacy, big video production value, freelance agility and scale.